Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. If there's one genre of movie where the quality can go from downright crap to greatest movies of all time, maybe the parody genre stands alone. From straight-to-video fare to iconic comedies, the parody movie can make us cringe and make us gaze in wonder. Here's Neil, who can make us cringe and wonder every day with 10 parody movie facts. Thank you very much, Pab. So here we go. In 1979, Chevy Chase was mistakenly announced as the star of Airplane by The Hollywood Reporter. And don't call me Shirley. (laughs) Tucker Abrams and Zucker wanted nothing to do with Airplane 2 and have never watched it as a result, even to this day. And don't call me Shirley. Val Kilmer sang all of his own parts in Top Secret, and this was a contributing factor to his being offered the role of Jim Morrison in The Doors. I'll bite your legs off! <laughs> the Zuckers and Abrahams, known in shorthand as ZAZ, were informed by Paramount Pictures that Police Squad wasn't a suitable title because it was too similar to Police Academy. The filmmakers were given a list of 20 other titles and chose Naked Gun. I'll bite your legs off! Don Wayne politely declined appearing in Blazing Saddles, saying it would ruin his career, but he did read the script and found it hilarious. Groovy, baby! Gene Wilder always claimed that Young Frankenstein was his favourite movie he ever made, even over Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) Spaceballs was originally going to be called Planet Moron, and George Lucas gave Mel Brooks his blessing over the movie. Groovy, baby! With the original working title, Scary Movie was last summer I screamed because Friday the 13th fell on Halloween. It was then shortened to Scary Movie, which was the working title for Kevin Williamson's Scream. In Austin Powers, Jim Carrey was originally intended to play Dr. Evil, but had to turn it down for he was contracted to do Liar Liar. Groovy, baby! And not another team movie was Captain America's Chris Evans feature film debut. And don't call me Shirley. Wonderful. (laughs) 
Beautifully done, Neil. Thank you. It's so good to hear <laughs> all of those pleasure. wonderful facts. <laughs> so Our here pleasure. we are. Parody movies, one of the uh, genres that I think I think Neil said before we came on air that I could have easily have done a top 20 on this one without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Um, before we introduce our guest, um, we have uh, another Patreon uh, subscriber to say hello to. So everybody say hello, Richard. Hello, hello Richard. Richard. Hello. Um, thank you so much for your support, Richard. We will actually be seeing him in a few weeks' time. Uh, he's going to come and be a guest on the pod. Uh, as is our guest today, we've had him before. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Donald to the podcast. Hey! Hello, Donald. Coming from hello. the sweltering USA, how are you, Donald? And that's what's sweltering right now, because it is raining as well here. Well, but that's good. I am good. doing great excellent now it was your you you came to us with the parody movie this one, um, yeah. didn't you now but originally you wanted to do worst parody movies didn't you yes, now, why, what was the reason for that there's this one movie that sticks in my head as just this god-awful parody but it is a shot for shot remake of a movie in parody form the name of the movie is Killer Raccoons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark. <laughs> Jesus. It is, it is a shot-for-shot shot remake of the Steven Seagal movie, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, <laughs> set at Christmas with raccoons. Oh, that wow. is crazy. Now, is that available anywhere on streaming? I have not been able to find it yet. <laughs> so where did you see that originally? There's... Channel on YouTube uh, called The Guy with the Glass. Well, it, the collective was originally The Guy with the Glasses. The, the guy that split off was the cinema snob. He had this short series going on called Ruins Rob's Day, which is a friend of his. And he brought up this movie and is just talking about it. Goodness me. I mean, I mean. No, they, they just. It, it, I mean, we could be here for two hours trying to just pick apart that whole sentence. That the fact that. So, give us the name of the movie again. Killer Raccoons Two, Dark Christmas in the Dark. <laughs> and it was I on mean, the train, like Under Siege Two, and everything. Yes, was it? shot for yes. shot with raccoon. <laughs> yes. I, I I have to look and see if it's on IMDb because. Um, Killer, I just, oh my God, it is as well. Killer Raccoons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark, 2020. Oh, was that what it was? Oh, Anyone of name in it? Uh, Yang Miller, uh, Ron Lynch, Tom Lyons, James Myers, Keanu Reeves. Uh, no, I'm only joking. It isn't Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Mind you, that wouldn't surprise me with him. He it, crops it, up in the weirdest yeah. cameos. A parody of Dark Siege and Speed 2 as well that will leave you with your jaw on the floor. Holy moly. It's one of those movies you feel you've got to watch. Watch now, yeah, yeah. I'm the first two on reviews, one review is one star. And then the next review is 10 stars. Still <laughs> <laughs> love the internet. You got where, were you, where were you in that, um, Donna? Were you one or 10? Just, I've not seen it, but uh, I'm probably somewhere, probably here's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? You kind of sort of, well, I was going to say you kind of know what the movie is about just by the title, but if it had just been the title, I probably would have thought that was the case. But as soon as you say it's supposed to be a parody... Of like, <laughs> <Seeds> too. 
That's it crazy. makes you want to watch it now, doesn't that it? That is crazy. I mean, we're going to have to try and find that and do like a, for the Patreon, do like a live watch along or something yeah. and get everybody to watch along with that anyway. Yeah. The first time you gave me something to look up, I did. <laughs> yes. With Pertwee in it? Come on. <laughs> 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 that you've you've returned the favour now. Yes. <laughs> that we've got some homework to do now for the next time you're a guest on. Well, I'm, so. I'm intrigued. There's never enough films with raccoons in as the main characters, is there? Let's be honest. I mean, I'm, I was thinking. I was thinking of the what was the beaver movie? So, uh, Zombievers was the one. Oh, I was yeah. yeah, I've I've had a little look on that. They keep showing that on our Sky TV on the Sci-Fi Channel. And I've had a, do they a couple of looks? It's um, interesting to say the least. I think it was more of an excuse for women to get the you know the guys to get the women to get their clothes off than actually yeah. a film. I mean, what more do you need? Right. So uh, as a little treat, then I'm going to play you a little bit of the trailer. Oh, once we get, let's get rid of it. And it's just, we're all together, we'll all hear what the trailer's like. Yeah, let's listen intently. See if I can get it to play. (laughs) Really don't know what's going to happen with this. A top secret raccoon operated laser satellite with nuclear capabilities. (laughs) A team of domestic terrorists hell bent on revenge. An undetectable moving headquarters held hostage. Welcome aboard the Holiday Express. <laughs> or as I like to call it, Raccoon Railways. There's only that looked like Wayne Rooney then for Fallen. a second. Really? Sounds familiar. The Virgin from Raccoon Creek Campground is back. <laughs> the raccoons. And they're smart ones. Hold on, how do you know that? Story of my life. Oh my lordy lordy. We have to watch that. We need to watch that. <laughs> so repeat again the full title. Killer Raccoons. Killer Raccoons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark. From 2020. The trailer is on YouTube. And uh what more can you say? I mean, I really don't I'm know intrigued. what else. You I'm I'm gonna is. literally when this is when we finish recording, I will be yes. watching it myself. What a cracking start to the podcast! Thank you, Donald. I yeah, feel like yeah. we, that's it. We don't really need to do a top ten. We've yeah. done. We've done that's our work it. for everybody. That'll be from ten to one. That's all of our favourite movie, and we'll just sit and watch uh, it. Well, that's the thing. The thing is, it, maybe we shouldn't do a top ten now because if we watch that, that might end up being in our top ten of parody movies. We might have to redo this top ten anyway. Let's. What we'll do is we'll get on with this top ten and we'll see where we go. Uh, Donald, give us your number ten parody movie, please. That number 10 is Scary Movie. Okay. Okie dokie. Yeah, it didn't make my top 10, I'm afraid, Donald. Yeah. It didn't. The thing is with me, the, the Scary Movie, the first one, I thought was really, really funny. It was, yes. Yeah. Number two was good too, but after that it dropped off. Really. Yeah. Number two the, or number one, I, I, such a long time since I've seen it. When the butler's got really small hands. That's number two. Oh, uh, that really that bit made me <laughs> laugh a lot. That's but, right. That I thought just... they got the actual the parody of Scream perfect. Yeah. The, and the, the, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the jokes with the. I mean, obviously, I think didn't they have the parody of the Matrix as well, didn't it? Where she's up in the air. Yes. Yes. Camera going around, and then um, uh, what's well, not Scarface? Is it? What's his name? Ghostface. Ghostface. Goes backwards and cricks his back yeah. and stuff. You know, that, 
and they, they obviously parodied the was up, didn't they? And his that's face right. yeah. when he was standing face all chain. I think that's the trouble with those kind of movies, though, is it ends up dating those movies, doesn't yeah. it? Because like what's up was a very God, what was that? Early 2000s? Late 90s, early Late 90s. 2000s. Yeah, because it came from the um was it the Budweiser Budweiser, Budweiser. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But like yeah. everybody was doing it, weren't they? I mean, even this side of the the pond, everybody was going. They thought they were really cool, and like nobody had ever heard it before. So they like, "What's that?" <laughs> oh dear me! Um, yeah, good choice though. It is a good choice. It is a good choice. Again, I haven't seen that movie for a long, long time. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to have a look at that again. I seem to remember uh, <laughs> shows where my mind goes. The sex scene as well when she pulls down when he pulls down her knickers. Doesn't he have to get a hedge trimmer to get in there? <laughs> That's that is that one, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. And when he releases, he's squeezed out like a toothpaste tube. Oh yeah. <laughs> And she is splattered on the ceiling. That's, that's it. right. Yes, that's right. that's right. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Was it written by the Wayans brothers? Yes. The first yeah. two are, the, the rest of them are not. Right. 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 Okay. Good start. Go on then, Neil. You're number 10. So it's uh, um, Zucker, Abrahams, and Zucker when it's top secret. That's my top number 10. Oh. That's number five for me. Oh, oh, is it? It's, I mean, it's a great movie. I mean, it seems a, almost sacrilege to put it at number 10, but I could have had a top 20, like I said earlier. Um, it's the first of those sort of parody movies that I saw. I saw this before I saw Airplane, believe it or not. Um, oh. uh, I just love all the, the, the sight gags. There is just gag after gag. I think Val mm-hmm. Kilmer is very charismatic in the main role. I love the Peter Cushing cameo. Mm-hmm. I always love that one. Uh, what's not to love, isn't it? I came what? very, very late to this movie, where I, I love the, the ZAZ team yeah. what they do i came really late to it and it, the the one gag in it that made me cry was omar sharif with the dog poo oh yeah <laughs> and i i absolutely and i'd never seen the movie before and i thought why have i never seen this before but like you say the the, the sight gags with the big telephone yeah and Peter cushion's the, big eye behind the yeah, um the magnifying, magnifying glass. glass but that dog poo scene just Killed me, absolutely yeah. killed me. It was so funny. And the cow in Wellies. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. I think it's a real, it's a um, underrated, you know, I think the just mm. Films and that guys should do Top Secret if they, I mean, they might have already done it. So, but they should, they should do that on that podcast because it is one of those movies that has got, like you say, the, the joke ratio of yes, his jokes huge. in that movie it's yeah. fantastic. It really is. Um, yeah. Thoroughly recommend anybody to... Um, Especially uh, if they're a fan of the airplane movies. Yeah. And Naked Gun. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They were yeah. all, you know... Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, go on then, Donald. Your number nine, please. My number nine is Loaded Weapon 1. See, that uh-huh. this was... Samuel this was, L. Jackson, wasn't yeah. it? And Emilio Estevez. Estevez. This was yeah. probably 11 on my, on yeah. my list. And Tim Curry, the always yes. brilliant bad guy in that. And isn't it William Shatner's his boss? Is it William Shatner? Oh, I'd have to have a look. Hang on a second. But I always love the bit where he's in the in the and they've got the aquarium and to show how hard he is, he put, puts his head in, doesn't he? And like comes up with that lionfish in his mouth. <laughs> and yeah, the Bruce William Shatner. William Shatner was General Mortars. 
And yes, Bruce Willis was a cameo. Yeah. And um, it was... And the, the, I was going to say, it's the scene where Emilio Estevez has got like, no clothes on. And he's oh, like, I've, got, I've got to do the naked <laughs> butt shot. And he's like, Justin... <laughs> yeah, there's some... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a good. That was a good one. That was because that was a national lampoons, wasn't it? That so, was. Yes, it was. That was. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's like early um, Samuel L. Jackson as well, isn't it? Yeah. What year was that one? Early nineties. It's got to be. That was. Ninety four. Ninety three. One year out. Ninety three. Wow. Yeah. But there you go. I actually I mean, saw it at the cinema. There you did go. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I must admit, again, I haven't seen it for a while, but that was it always, I don't know why Emilio Estevez's bottom sticks in my mind. I really don't, but it was beautifully shot. It was, yeah. a, it was, a, uh, it was quite. And it was a very muscular bottom. Yeah, quite perky, wasn't it? It was a perky. And I'm just looking at the, the trailer on IMDb, and um, James Doohan was in it as well. Oh, was he? That was two of the, yeah. two of the Star Trek uh, guys were in it. Yeah. There you go. Isn't that also, just quickly, for a scene, because uh, it's been a while since I've seen that one, where he does the Martin Riggs-style jump to jump onto a... Is it the top of a bus or a lorry? Yeah. And he just goes splat into the concrete. If I mean, I'm not doing it justice, <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious when you watch it. Yeah. And then just it does... Gets... It, I mean, it, from what I can remember, I think it's one of those things, I think, well, I don't know whether it would be in anyone else's top ten, but like an airplane two... William Shatner's in that as well. And, they, and oh, in, yeah. in both of them, he seems to have like loads of fun. Mm. I mean, he, he sort of overacts anyway, doesn't he? But he just seems perfect <laughs> for that kind of genre of movie because he just goes yeah. sort of full balls out, you know. But he's one, he's another one that can be very serious when he does it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think oh, that's, that's what uh, how parody movies should be. Everybody should be earnest and deadly serious about. As if it's Shakespeare, that's the way. Well, I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. I think Tim Curry was the star of that one for me. As he is in most of his yeah. movies. Uh, go on then, Neil, you're number nine. So it's a British film. It's Shaun of the Dead. Oh, that's my number six. <laughs> uh, that's yes. my number six. This um, was a great reinvention of the zombie movie, as well mm. as having a lot of the old tropes that we know, of the Romeros and uh, uh, those classic movies. I think it stands alone, away from being a parody movie, uh, which it rightly is, but it stands alone as just a great comedy as well, mm. with a well, lot of the heart. the first of a trilogy, too. It, it is. It is. Yeah. It certainly is. I still I feel personally think they got weaker as they went. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this mm. is Edgar Wright's best film yeah that or maybe scott pilgrim i do love scott pilgrim. Mm, I, I like it but i think just for again for general laughs it's got mm. heart in it it's got good emotion and it's got quite some quite scary moments in absolutely. absolutely and gore some great gore, mm-hmm. lots of gore yeah lots of gore. but it is one of those movies that um i watch it and again it's just crammed full of stuff as in, like, there's always something going on in the background that means something. Mm. They'll say uh. something that get that gets paid off a little bit later on. It's just it's it's very clever writing in yeah. the way that I mean, uh-huh. the way that Edgar Wright and and Simon Pegg write their stuff because all their movies have got those kind of things where they're, mm. they're all linked into different little things a little bit later on. Um, but I think you're right in just as not as just as a parody movie, but as a movie. Yeah, it's which good. I was I was looking at my top ten. And I think a lot of my top ten would probably be in at least be in my top fifty movies of all time. 
not necessarily yeah, genre movies, but because there's a lot of classic movies in my in my top ten, and I feel that Shaun of Dead's one of them, really. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm the same as you. Looking at my list, definitely, there's a there may be even a one or two in the top ten, twenty. Mm. So Donald, oh. is, I mean, I feel like Shaun of Dead's quite a British movie. Does yeah. does the, the humour travel for someone like Shaun of the Dead? Well, I I know a lot of people who really love the movie too, but if, but for me, I was kind of raised on British humor like Monty Python, so I got a lot of it right off the bat. Right, right. Because I think that I think it obviously it it was successful over in America as well, wasn't it? I think it was quite a successful. Yes, it was. Movie. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Sort of made made Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright over there. And Nick um, Frost, of definitely. Course. And Nick Frost, Frost, of course, yeah. And Bill Nye, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, but he was yeah. sort of a star already, wasn't he, Bill Nye? Well, um, was he? What would he, what would he well, be? Well, more of a TV star for us. Yeah, I suppose. Been, yeah. I suppose. He wasn't really all that well-known over here until Shaun of the that Dead. movie. Yeah. 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 Then he seemed to get a lot of bigger stuff after that, didn't he? Obviously, oh, most Definitely. Those kind of things. Okay, uh, my number nine, something that probably should be a bit higher, but it is um, it is Young Frankenstein. It's my number six, Pat. That's your number six. Okay. It's one that I regretted having to take off the list. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's, there's so many good parody movies, that's the thing. But with... Uh, right, I don't know how many I've got in my top ten, but would you... Is Mel Brooks the king of parody comedies? Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be surely for his output. Not always a hit rate. They're not always for no, his output. No, they're yeah. not not always. But if you look at the classic parody movies, I don't think there's any other director, writer, director that has had as many hits in regards to directing parody movies. He, what he was his knew- first one? Would you say parody movie? Because I wouldn't. Cla- would you class the producers as not really? Is it? No, I wouldn't say that. I no. I would say. It would either be High Anxiety or Silent Movie. Movie, wouldn't it? I'm going to have to have a look and see what years they are. But Yeah. Um, right. I haven't seen High Anxiety He seemed to know how to to bottle that thing of, of taking a genre yeah. and skewing it just so much that it it's his own thing. But, I mean, if you look through on the other... I mean, his movies, a lot of the other ones, I mean, we're bound to revisit some of them. They weren't written, you know, by him. A lot of, you know, some no, of the young true. ones. So, getting the young and up and coming talent to write them. I mean, Young Frankenstein wasn't that? That was Gene Wilder's, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. No, it's. Um, I think it's. Uh, get, let's go back to the movie. Marty Feldman to me in that <laughs> movie is just the star. <laughs> I I loved him anyway. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, hey, nobody. <laughs> um, and obviously, Peter Boyle as the monster putting on the Ritz. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I, I completely agree with what you're saying, but for me, Gene Wilder is a, a comic genius. Well, he is um, an he absolute is. Gene Hackman as the, the blind Gene guy. Gene Hackman, yeah, exactly. We forgot exactly. he was in that actually for a minute. Yeah. Well, mentioned. Young Frankenstein was 1974, so I think that was his first one. High Anxiety was 1977, 
and Silent Movie was 1976. So when was Blazing Saddles? Oh, good question. You keep asking me all these questions. <laughs> You've got to know these things. Blazing Saddles was also 1974. Okay. So well, that was a good year for him. That wasn't was it? a hell of a good year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's so many things about Young Frankenstein that yeah. it just feels it feels like an old Hammer horror movie. It does. They've done it like really well. Like a black well. and white Universal like monster movie. But I mean, there's again just so many so many jokes, so many sight gags, and <laughs> and Gene Wilder is just fantastic. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's just a, and Madeline. I mean, it didn't go on and on, but like Madeline yeah, Kern was great can, in it, yeah. and Boris Leachman. Boris Leachman. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a great, great movie. But if anybody's listening to this and have been put off by watching it because it's in black and white, yeah, don't be, don't, don't be put be. off. No, be at all. <laughs> pure, pure hilarity. And I, I will, I will put it on the uh, on the video playlist for our Patreon subscribers. But the the bloopers for Young Frankenstein, <laughs> yes, on YouTube is something to watch as well. Yeah, because that's a great one. Because how they got the movie made when someone like Marty Feldman's there doing all these little bits and pieces and just the way he looks yeah. is you've got to, you know it's amazing the movie ever got made anyway. So. Um, okay then, Donald, your number eight, please. And number eight is Galaxy Quest. Galaxy that would have been Quest. that could have been yeah, no, it's another one that should have been in the list. But a great movie, Donald. Great movie. <laughs> yes. With another great cast. Mm. Yes. And the late Alan, great Alan Rickman. Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Um Sam Tim Rockwell Alan, as the yes. red shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, he red was, shirt, yeah. He? The, the red shirt who would go on to become more than just a red shirt. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I honestly can't remember the last time I watched this movie, and it never, it never got near my top ten. But so many people, I've been talking to people at work, and that that's the movie that everyone seems to go on about whenever you say parody movies. It's a great accessible movie, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, I'll have to have a look. But what what year, what year do you reckon Galaxy Quest? That'd have been mid two thousands. Uh, early, early 2000s, late 90s, I'd say. Point for Donald, 1999. Was it really? There you go. Uh, but yes, a great, great movie. And holds up when I last saw it, you know, because some of the 90s movies and early 2000s. It was, yeah, Tim Allen effects. at his height. That, that was peak Tim Allen right there. Yeah. Because he had that, you had Home Improvement. And the yeah, new jungle the toys, to jungle. Toy yeah. Story was about Toy Story. Yeah. yeah, he was in in full flow there, wasn't he? He was. was. Um, oh, what Justin was the Long. When, oh yeah, I forgot Justin Long was in that. Justin one. Long was in it. Yeah. 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 No, it was it was a good movie. And, I've met yeah. Justin Long before. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Ooh, let's ask more. Where? Or should we well. not ask where? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was. Here in Rochester, of all places. But um, back in 2008, I volunteered on Obama's campaign team here in Rochester. And it was him, Cal Penn, and, and Olivia Wilde were going around to various campaign offices and talking with the people and signing autographs. Wow. <laughs> cool. Oh, I would like just, to have met Olivia Wilde. Isn't yeah, well, just <laughs> well, that's um, Harry Styles now, isn't it? Is Olivia Wilde? Yeah. And obviously, Justin Long 
was Tusk, wasn't he? He was. He's he was a, a Kevin Smith he was the, stalwart the, now. The human he? walrus. <laughs> for Justin Long, I know him mostly for Dodgeball. Of Jeepers course. Creepers. And the Mac and PC commercials. Oh, oh right. Yeah, we probably didn't we didn't get those over here. What about Jeepers Creepers? That was him, wasn't it? I'm I never watched him. Oh right. He was in the first one. Spoilers, he didn't last very long. Oh, really? <laughs> well, there you go. Look, you've ruined it wow. for everybody now, Neil. You didn't. Um, well, I didn't realize we had a friend of the stars with us today in Don <laughs> Yes, friends of all the stars. And was he nice, Justin Long? Yeah, he was very nice. Good. Bless him. That's what we like to hear. Bless him. He also does the voice of the sun on um, F is for Family. The uh, oh, yeah, he does, doesn't ah. he? Yeah. Bill Burr comedy, yeah, uh, on Netflix. Uh, okay, then, Neil, you're number eight. So it's I've put Austin Powers. Now I will go with the first one because it was the original, but I have got a very soft spot for all three. But I still love the Austin Powers movies now, and I they're one of those sort of movies that I'll just leave them on when you see them. Um just Mike Myers when he was good, you know, before mm-hmm. he'd even thought about doing Cat in the Hat and Love Guru and all that shite. Yeah. He was <laughs> yeah. He was he was a proper comedian. Now, reading last week online and film websites and that, it is say, they're all saying that he's bringing Austin Powers back. Really, it's not yeah. just the commercial that. No, there's a rumor that it's coming back. Another movie. Wow, now, this actually scares me. Yeah, in the fact that <laughs> this could now ruin the trilogy. I don't know if that's a good idea. No, because really? they sort of deteriorate. Well, no, I think the first two are both as good as each other. The second one may even top the first one. The third one had great funny moments, but was also just a lot of repeated jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the opening to the third one, I think, is one of the greatest movie openings. Oh, with so Tom Cruise, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he does those flips down the road. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I've seen number one about I don't know three or four months ago, and and I wondered whether or not it would hold up, just like in this woke world that we live in now, whether it would hold up, and if it'd be interesting to see what they would do if they were going to bring it back. Because they've already done like a man out of time kind of thing. They can't really sort of do that again, can they? Well, yeah. You're looking God at knows. 20 years odd since he since they, they last. Yeah, it, it, easily, isn't it? So um, I don't know what they would do. Maybe they would, maybe it's a, a, them having a go at this new woke culture and everything. Maybe the son of maybe. Austin Powers, maybe. Yeah. Maybe more of a, a, like a Daniel Craig type that's more sort of hard hitting instead of being groovy baby and all about loving the women it's just going in there and smashing people's heads up maybe yeah yeah maybe yeah. i don't know it'd be interesting but i i don't know get I'm your hands off my hiney baby <laughs> well the thing is like you said he hasn't been funny for a long long time no. i haven't watched the new netflix i watched the trailer and it looked goddamn awful yeah mm. the pen pentaveret or something isn't it, it hasn't had good called. reviews yeah it hasn't had good reviews i'm not watching that yeah. Okay. My number eight is the sequel to the Top Gun parody, uh, and it was the Rambo parody. It's Hot Shots Part Deux. Deux. Part Deux. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I prefer. I do prefer this one over the over the first one, um, and I'm not quite sure why. 
because they're both pretty much they're, they're similar in regards to their ripoffs of the movies that they're parodying. Obviously, yeah. uh-huh. so are you more of a fan of Rambo than Top Gun? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of Top Gun at all. Love the new one. I thought the new Top Gun movie is fantastic. Um, but I also think I, I, I thought Charlie Sheen was really, really good. That um, was good in his day, wasn't it? Yeah, but and he got he got bulked up, didn't he? He got all <laughs> muscly for it. Um, uh-huh. The whole scene where he's having his fight at the start and he's dipping his like his his braided ha- hands into the caramel <laughs> and then deciding to put like M and M's on it and gummy bears and yeah. <laughs> kicks kicks his uh, opponent like right between the legs and then these two walnuts come out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> And it's great because even Richard Krenner's in it, which he obviously he was in the original uh, Rambo movie, uh-huh. well, playing he? his sergeant that he's going to go in. And isn't his dad? Isn't um, Martin Sheen? That's what they pass each other. So the scene where they're two different boats passing each other. Yeah, because they both have a voice. You hear a voiceover, and then you hear like Martin Sheen's voiceover, and then as they cross, they both go, "I loved you." I love you. Wall Street. (laughs) And then they just look. It's great, and and I thought like Charlie Sheen was a great like leading man in that. He was fantastic. Was Rowan Atkinson? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was like Charlie Sheen's girlfriend's Mm. husband, wasn't he? That's right. And the other one that I remember was Ryan Stiles. That's right. Ryan Stiles yeah. was in uh, whose line is it anyway? Fame, yeah. Because he ended up he ended up rescuing um Rowan Atkinson and he said, Well, can you can you walk? He said, I can't move. He said, Why not? They've tied my shoelaces together. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to carry him and then then stop so he could get a drink of water out of the fountain and yeah, it's got yeah. some great bits in it. Um, and also, it's um, Lloyd Bridges as well. Oh, yeah. When he fights, he, he fights Saddam Hussein and they have like um, what I pretend to be lightsaber fight, don't they? That's right. Yeah, it's got some I'd great... like to watch those movies again, actually, both yeah. of them. It's been a while. It's, I don't know which one it was with the this love scene and he cracks the egg on her stomach and then... That's, that's the first one. That's, that's the, the first, first one. one. That's the first one, yeah, because that was a, a piss take of nine and a half weeks, wasn't it? Half weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pops the olive straight from the <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, great movies, great movies. Okay, uh, Donald, your number seven then, please. My number seven, Robin Hood Men Tights. Right, yeah, so this is one, I'm not a massive fan of this one, I have to admit. Yeah, yeah maybe, I don't know, I, it's a long time since, I've only ever seen it, I think once, <laughs> I've only seen it once. Yeah, so what, what, why, why, is it, why is it your number seven then, Donald? Oh, just... Uh... Gary Eels, I've always loved his acting from Princess Bride to that, to Hot Shots. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But it's just the ways that it pokes fun at Prince of Thieves without actually calling out Prince of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Like the one line, he's... <laughs> that I can actually speak with an English accent unlike yes. some other Robin Hoods. <laughs> <laughs> he is a he is a true I always feel that like um I don't know how is it Carrie Elwes? I don't know how you say his yeah. name. He feels to me like he was born out of time. He should have been a like a forties, fifties mm. movie star. 
He was somebody that like had the the looks of somebody that was like a Errol Flynn mm. or a Cary Grant, that kind of. Do you know, he just I don't think he ever seemed to be a bigger star as he should have been. I don't know. I don't know whether anybody else feels. No, I agree. I agree because he's. Uh, so, I don't know what he's done recently, but he was. He went into sword and he did saw. Yeah. <laughs> just I know he's on TV and some bits and bobs, but. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Pav. He deserved more fame than he probably has, if you know what I mean. Mm. More recognition, I think, is the word. But then you got to say, I mean, it, it, men, uh, Princess Bride. He's sort of like he's an, he's a um, a, a cult hero, would you say? Because mm-hmm. of, uh, of Princess Bride, but but yeah, yeah. I, I was just looking I to see. What, that, yeah, yeah. I was just looking to see, and I didn't realize he's actually English, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's so yeah. good at doing American accents that you think yeah. that he's that he's American. But uh, I was just going to look and see if he's uh... so Men but, in Tights. Tell me again who else is in it apart from who was the well, female this, lead? This was the first movie Dave Chappelle ever did. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's his. Um... Let's see. So you got Amy Yasbeck as Marion. Yeah. Um, Richard Lewis as Prince John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Roger Reese as Sheriff of Nottingham. Um, Dave Chappelle, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, as Dave, as, uh, fa- as his father there, yeah. Tracy Ullman was in it. Um, oh, yeah. As Latrine. <laughs> Patrick Stewart was King Richard. Dom DeLuise as Don Giovanni. Uh, Mel Brooks as Rabbi Tuckman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, and just other bits and pieces. But yeah. One, I, I, one other thing I'll say, though. There's so many actual callbacks to previous Mel Brooks movies in this. Right, right. Because yeah, at the end, time. when he makes a chew the sheriff, they're like, a black sheriff? Is it working <laughs> Blazing Saddles? <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, I might need to, I should give this this movie another. Just yeah, another it must try, be on one maybe. of the streaming devices, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. most definitely. But and it, well, it was one that probably not a lot of kids would get. But when they at the wedding scene, as the abbot's coming out, and the one guy's like, "Hey, abbot!" <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Pro- produced and directed by Mel. I was going to say Mel Gibson. Then that's not right at all. <laughs> no. That wouldn't be the right one. Although I, do, I would like to see a, a, a Mel Gibson director parody movie, maybe of the Passion <laughs> of the Christ. Do oh. his own parody of do it. Do his own parody of it. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, go on then, Neil, you're number seven. Uh, my number seven is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's my number five. That's my, num- that's my number four. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, well, if you haven't seen it, well, us three obviously have, but anybody listening to this has never seen it. Where have you been for the last 40, 50 years? Um, it's a great movie, isn't it? It's um, <laughs> I, I actually love the documentary about this as much as watching the movie. When You know, when you find how difficult it was for them to film, and uh-huh. it, was, it was all their rock star mates that bailed them out, you know, Jimmy Page yep. and Robert Plant and all of those lot ended up financing it. Um. Right from the, I mean, I could I could listen to the soundtrack to this movie, which I have got in my car, um, 
along with the other pie for me this works just as well as an audio. I bought it on audible <laughs> yeah, yeah it works just as well as a, a like you said an audible or a, a you know a list easy listening oh, i just think it's great we could sit here all day and quote it couldn't we yes none yeah. shall pass yeah i had the um uh, the the written screenplay it was oh, all in you? different. Yeah, it was all in different colours, and there was like an uh, an annotated. Is that right? Annotated, yeah. like little scribbles and that that they like recreated yeah. of what like, changed in the script and stuff. Um, again, for uh, like bang for your buck, um, laughs. Mm. But again, it's one of those movies you've got to watch the yeah. the uh, around the players that are talking because oh, there's stuff going on everywhere. Yeah. You know, you've always got to be looking because there's something going, and they're so clever with their writing. Yeah, that, that, but they always were, weren't they? With they the always TV were. Show, yeah, they always know, were. It, we all, I mean, they're just geniuses. I think one of almost like not many of a kind, is it? There's not many people that can get away and do that sort of humor. And we don't seem to have that sort of people around at the moment, to me, mm. that are able to transpire that sort of humor, but. No, she turned thought, me into a newt. Yeah. But that's the thing, they would craft a joke, wouldn't they? Yeah. They would craft a joke. It wouldn't just be punchlines. The thing is, that their jokes have become punchlines now, haven't they? They yeah. become catchphrases. Yeah. But, but they would they would craft a joke and they wouldn't necessarily go for the obvious joke. And they'd no. sometimes put words in that, that I wouldn't know what they... Because they're all from university and stuff, I wouldn't understand some of the words that they meant. But in the context of what they're saying, you'd understand... The joke, mm. if that makes sense. I don't know if yeah, that yeah. makes sense or not. Some of the uh, Graham Chapman doesn't. Re- re- oh, sorry, Don. I'll say it again. Some of the strangest insults too. Yes. Your yeah. father was a hipster, and your mother was a elderberry. Exactly. <laughs> I fart in your general direction. <laughs> right. Which I actually have the T-shirt of that, but have you got? I that? don't tend to wear it much because people look at me and just oh, you with weirdness. <laughs> Why would you not have a T-shirt like that and not wear it? Because well, I do wear it, but only around that I know around people. Anyway, yeah, great thing. But of course, Graham Chapman doesn't remember any of it, does he? Well, no, he's dead, Neil. Why no, no, no. As in, <laughs> he doesn't. When you when you read interviews, he can't remember filming any of that film. He was so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah. And and has any of you guys seen Spam a lot? Yes, I have. Unfortunately, I haven't had the opportunity. No, to. I've not either. I just wonder I've listened whether to it... the soundtrack for it, though. Is it good, yeah. Neil? Is it good? Yeah, very good. It's very audience. It's very Monty Python. Probably more Eric Idle style Monty Python, right, obviously, because okay. mm. he wrote it. They do use, like, always look on the bright side of life in it. They bring yeah. that across and things like that. Um, but as audience participation, if you're sat, I can't remember the seat, if you're sat in it, you get picked. They they pick somebody every night. Oh right, come up and do bits. Um, yeah, hilarious. It's proper Monty Python on the stage with great music. Oh, that sounds so, good. Excellent. Yeah, I'd recommend if it if it ever does a tour again around, just treat yourself and go and see it. Right, right. Because I don't think it's on in our West End anymore. I have no idea. No, yeah, idea. I don't think it's on Broadway anymore either. No. Well, there is supposed to be a movie coming on, I think, of it, isn't there? I think they were well, going to do a movie. I think yeah, so, I haven't yeah. heard anything for years of that, though. It was so. a few years well, ago. I suppose COVID would have gone. I can just yeah. imagine the tagline for it. The movie, based on the movie, based on the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Based on the myth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you'd want, the, want Eric Idle, yeah. if he was to ever do that, is to bring the the remaining Pythons into the fold. Oh, you? Oh, they'd have to. They would yeah. have to. Yeah, they would you? have to. Of course they would, yeah. Um, okay, so my number seven, uh, I have mentioned this movie already. It's another Mel Brooks one, uh, and it is Silent Movie. <laughs> I watched this movie one Sunday night. I think I've t- said this on another podcast. What They did a, I think it was a Mel Brooks, no, it would have been a Dom de Louise season on BBC Two, one Sunday, like sun, a month and Sundays. And they had The End was the first movie with Burt Reynolds. Which uh, uh-huh. he plays like a, he plays plays a, a mental patient, and I laughed. There's one scene where Burt Reynolds tries to kill himself, wakes up in a mental institution, and Dom DeLuise, you think he's the doctor interviewing uh, Burt Reynolds, but he's not. He's a mental patient, and it all goes crazy. And I laughed. I've never laughed so much in my life. And then the following week was Silent Movie, and there's a scene where Dom DeLuise is on this table and he's dancing like a Spanish like guy you know clicking his fingers and slowly the table starts going down (laughs) i absolutely wet myself again like two weeks on the trot but this movie is famous because it is it's a silent movie about mel brooks trying to make a silent movie Mm -hmm. so it's got loads of famous people of the time in uh, burt reynolds there's a famous scene where he's having a shower and all of a sudden all these other hands start washing him and it's, right. and it's Mel Brooks and it's Marty Feldman and Dom DeLuise and they're all trying to get all these people into, uh, or Mel Brooks trying to get all these people into his movie and the only word that is said in the whole movie is 
the famous um, mime, mime artist, Marcel yeah. Marceau, <laughs> yeah. when they ask, will you be in a movie? And he goes, no. And that's no. the only <laughs> words. But, and it is such a funny movie. It's so good. I'm a massive fan of Dom DeLuise. Mm. He's just one of my favourite, favourite actors. Um, but yeah, Sid Caesar, uh, mm-hmm. Bernadette yes, Peters, um, Fritz Feld, he looks familiar. I'm not quite sure who that is. Um, but there's yeah, so many famous people. Obviously, Burt Reynolds. Is if you if you get a chance to, to watch it, I've I've got no idea whereabouts it is. I'm sure it must be on somewhere. Mm, probably find DVDs of it on yeah. On but eBay. again, it's, it's like Cannonball Run. You, it's not on any streaming services anywhere, Neil. Is it? You've got no. to get it on like a German import. That's what I had to Blu-ray. do to get the Blu-ray of it. I had to yeah. get a German import. It's crazy. I love it really that movie. is. It's so hard to get hold of some of these movies, mm. but um, I would thoroughly recommend anybody who fancies having a laugh just to watch that. We need to open a cinema and start showing these. Sort yes, of films yes, that's, that's what we should. I, I, going on a bit of a tangent, I have started listening to the Tarantino podcast. Yeah. The what was it called? Video archive. Video archive, and that is really good. That's what, is. Have you listened to it, Neil? Have you? Not yet. No. Yeah, it and is, anyone yeah. who's a movie. Um, fan some of the movies I've got no idea who they, what they're talking about but it makes me want to watch them that's the thing it right. makes me want to watch those movies so recommend that no, um, okay so Donald do you want number six then please number six is Hot Shots ah the original <laughs> there we go we can go back and talk about that nine and a half week scene again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what was her name what was the, the Val- lady's name <sighs> because she was in Rain Man as well wasn't she yeah and then she was been in something recent oh she's in the morning show oh is she yeah <laughs> Valerie yeah. Galino yeah that's it oh I didn't realise she was in that I'll have to look she was um, she was definitely she was like a hot thing oh like, yeah for the oh, 90s yeah. and for that sure. wasn't she without a shadow of a doubt yeah so go on then Donald why that one over oh, I mean look you might have Hot Shots part de a little bit further up in your top ten. I don't know, but uh, only because it's my the way I ordered my list was how often I am to how how, how likely I am to rewatch them more often. Right, and well, I'm not the biggest fan of the of Top Gun. I haven't even seen maverick yet but hot shots just hits that spot <laughs> yeah i can yeah. see why i can see why it's definitely good i need i i've got i had both of them on blu-ray not i'm definitely having both on dvd mm. but i haven't seen them for a while but i need to yeah the, they show them a lot on our movie channels over here don't they they're always on yeah i haven't seen them for, for a while i need to yeah. re-go back i remember just being Finding them very funny, very yeah. funny. Because they're sure it's on, like, on Amazon Prime or for here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that the first? Do they recreate the Lady and the Tramp as well? Yes. In that, yeah, that is that one, isn't it? <laughs> yes, they okay. do. And I'm not sure which one it is, but um, there's two bits that Lloyd Bridges does. There's one when he has a fork and he accidentally he it slips out of his hand and sticks into this bold man's head. Yeah. <laughs> On a on the plane, I'm not sure if that's the first one or the second one. Uh, I don't remember on that one. But and then there's another one when he's he's eating some chocolate pudding, 
and he's and he's got it around his chops, and he goes pudding, and it splits and sort of splats into a man's yes, face. That, that was definitely the first one. That was the first one, was it? That was always makes me because it was the same guy. I think it was the same guy, and then the guy had a blood transfusion, didn't he? I think that was in the first. Yeah, one. and it's just completely. And you slowly see dry. the other. Yeah, you slowly see the other guy sort of like like shriveling up because he's taken all of his blood. Ah, oh, so good. Or the part with Lord Bridges takes the the nap you know, or the handkerchief and sticks in one ear <laughs> and sticks right. all the oh, way yeah, through. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Were they actually directed by Zucker in that? Uh, Not the three of them. Was it one of them, wasn't it? Uh Jim Abrahams. Yes, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is good though. Okay, uh, Neil, for number six, you said Young Frankenstein. I did. And for number six, I said Shaun of the Dead. Uh, number five, Donald, you said Top Secret. Yep. So, Neil, what's your number five? It is Naked Gun. The- <laughs> That's my number four. Yeah, I mean, Leslie Nielsen, we've spoke about it many times on other episodes of this pod, but the king of the parody movies i was going to say mm-hmm. if mel brooks if mel brooks is the like the king director of parody movies leslie nielsen has to be <laughs> i'd say him and, and lloyd bridges yeah, sort of, i prob- think had the same sort of roles in some of the parody movies i think uh, i'm sorry leslie nielsen would top it though because the oh, amount yeah. he did i mean they were all successful i mean they but when you do go to the ones that he did, even though they were shocking, some of them, they still had those moments in, like Spy Hard. I always remember really uh, bad, but the, the chair in that just made me laugh. There were some funny bits. Repossessed, yeah. I thought, had some really good bits. Now, you see, I think Repossessed is a very good parody movie. Love Repossessed. Yeah, it's such Unfortunately, a... I just don't watch it all that often, because it really, to me, I can only watch that one. There's like three Leslie Nelson movies I can only watch around halloween that's one of them right dracula it's, dead and loving dracula yeah. dead and loving is <laughs> another one and the other one it's not him in the starring role but he's in it and that's called it's a movie called stan helsing oh i do remember it yeah i didn't yeah, ever see it yeah the, yeah. yeah, but Keenan from Keenan Cal in it. Right. There was there was a whole spate of when they started doing these parody movies and it was like Leslie Nielsen they did a um Oh God! What was the Harrison Ford movie where it, the Fugitive? They did a Fugitive yeah. parody movie. Oh yeah, they did. Nielsen. I can't remember what that was called. I can't remember what that was called. They, but... they did end up churning them out. A they bit. did. I mean, it was a it was a cash yeah. game for him, but they did start churning them out. But Naked Gun is up <laughs> there with so airplane as the originals, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. again, so many great sight gags. You know, who doesn't want to see the Queen attacked with a dildo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I always remember that scene. You recreated one of the scenes out of that movie. When? When you went for a piss at the Comic-Con. I did. to turn your microphone off. I did. Your... I forgot to turn my microphone off. I'm so glad that I wasn't going for a number two. I only went for a number one. <laughs> because I could not believe... I could not believe that I kept my microphone on for that. That was like... I wouldn't have minded so much if I actually did it on purpose, like, for a bit. But it was the yeah. fact that I, when I came back, you were saying your microphone was left on. Yeah, we heard it all. Thank God you're not talking about it anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, dear. Happy yeah. day. Or talking to yourself. I know. That would have been even worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'd have gone off slagging you off, that would have been terrible, wouldn't it? Well, I could have lived with that, but I would have <laughs> yeah. laughed even more with the fact of if you've been, like, slagging yeah. yourself off. <laughs> uh, well, yes, that's true. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, Naked Gun is one of those. I mean, it's one of those movies they keep saying that they're going to remake them. They don't they, need they, to, do they? They don't need to. And and again, I've only put Naked Gun, the first one, on my top. Because 10. they did, and this is it might sound harsh to the lovers of the trilogy, but they got worse. But, but like all of them, they do. Yeah. But there is still some oh. amazing. Oh yeah, oh, some amazing sure. laughs, and, and you've got the whole. Like OJ of it all as well. Yeah. And how funny he was in it. Neudberg. Exactly. Was it but Neudberg? Neudberg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, George Kennedy. Yeah. And, you know, just loads of other stars. I mean, it was of its time, obviously. Some of the some of the jokes are maybe you wouldn't get away with these days, but Priscilla Presley. Priscilla Who knew Presley. She's gonna be that funny as well. Exactly. Exactly. Nice beaver and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. You can't it is just when they cr- come out of platoon skipping down the road holding that's, hands. That's right. <laughs> to practice safe sex. Yeah, that's right. It's fantastic. <laughs> and which is the bit which was the one that where they had the the scene with the potter's wheel? Was that that's number the first two? One. No, that's the first one. Was that the first one? That's all that montage where they come out of the cinema, you know. Because I can two. remember the trailer said that that, that was the trailer, wasn't it? Because mm. that was around the time that Ghost came out. Yeah, it's the first and, one. And yeah. it was like the, the brother, one of the brothers of Abraham's, whoever, who directed it. Because on the trailer it said, from the brother of the man that directed Ghost <laughs> comes this. <laughs> and a brilliant bit of... Um, of like promo it really was yeah. oh you can't beat it you honestly can't beat it uh right my number five was monty python and the holy grail uh which was your number four donald yep so neil we're back to you with your number four so we'll go back to monty python again and we'll do the life of brian <laughs> okay i mean again we've talked about it numerous times on many podcasts Near See, I didn't think of this. I didn't think of this as a parody movie. But but I suppose it is. It's a religious movie. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to that. Because that the only movie. Been... They, the only movie they did that wasn't really a parody was Meaning of Life. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Oh my god! I've really mm. dropped a massive bollock on this one. I really <laughs> have. <laughs> feel, oh I mean, my god when you say it's number four i feel it should be higher but this is the problem i had my Absolutely. top four could easily swap around at any time and oh I without a doubt an eyelid without a but doubt i think uh-huh. this is my one of my all-time well favorite comedies you listen you know it's just full of great well sketches within a you know yeah. the structure of a movie it's just fantastic oh my lord i'd say the only part that falls flat for me is the aliens oh really oh, oh what, when, just, what when what? they take take brian off to yeah when he falls so off like, the tower and then he, where the hell did that come from <laughs> but that to me that to me it's not saying very british but that to me is quintessential monty python is that they will whack something in that has no link or has no connection to anything, and, and then you're sat there like two minutes after it's done. What the hell was that all about? Where did those fucking aliens come from? That makes no sense whatsoever. But it's, I suppose it's a comedic way of him falling and landing safely and then carrying on the chase, isn't it? Because they're going up and up those steps, and then the, the guy's on the top with his hammer, drops the hammer, he's coming down, and he starts to go, oh, yeah. He just gets ignored, falls, gets swept off. And then you've got one of the funniest lines, you lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, I think Monty Python are one of those people, especially with all their films, that they have the most lines that you use in everyday life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh, the sure. amount of time that I will go, you lying bastard. <laughs> well, you can or, use that a few times in the movie, don't they? Yeah, that's the right. That's yeah. up. Yeah, that's right. Or if I'm if I'm like rubbing my nose, my missus will say to me, "Stop picking your nose." I'll always go. I wasn't going to pick my nose. I was going to thump him. That's what yeah. I always say. There's <laughs> no context to what you're saying. But it's weird how, how just that comes into the general sort of lexicon of normal everyday life. You just say these things that come from movies. It's crazy. Blessed are the cheese makers. <laughs> I'm Brian and so is my wife. <laughs> just we could go, honestly. We well, could. he's not the Messiah. I mean, yeah. how many he's a very naughty boy. <laughs> and uh, I may have, I've told this story before, but I'll tell Donald is um, when I used to work with this guy, we used to have a lot of banter back and forth from film lines. And he so say sent me a text, me personally, a quote from Monty Python, Life of Brian. Um, Excuse me, if it's not a personal question, are you a virgin? And he sent me this quote, didn't send it to me, but sent it to his grandmother. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was mortified, but I found it hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But, oh dear me good stuff it's the gift yes. that keeps on giving that's what it is that's yeah. what yeah. python is um kind okay, of going so my... off of kind of going off of what with the way they did splam a lot off of holy grail eric idol did a one night show at the o2 arena of <laughs> you could say a musical operatic concert of life of brian and called He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Really? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. There must be footage. There's, of it is a, there is a DVD out oh. for it. Oh, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are lucky because it only will work on <laughs> the devices in your area. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to look for that. Oh, yeah. That I'd love to look, look for that. But yeah, I always thought out of all their movies, one of the ones, uh, Mean of Life, I thought would have made a really good stage show. <laughs> yeah. Well, as in like just a, a load of sketches all together. Yeah, put together. And it's already a musical in itself. Yeah. 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 You've got all the songs there. In, but I mean, obviously, you couldn't do it all, but. No. You know, quite a few of the scenes it would be perfect mm, yeah. to go and see. Yeah, good shape, good shape. Um, okay, so my number four was Naked Gun. Uh, so, Donald, your number three, please. Blazing Saddles. That's my number three. And that's my number two. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I give you this laurel and hearty handshake <laughs> our new yeah yeah <laughs> yes now obviously yeah. obviously there are there are uses of of words in there that are not sort yeah. of uh, not pc didn't age well it but it was written well. by Rich, um, Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah Richard this. Pryor. And it was a satire on racism underneath it, the guise of a parody cowboy yeah definitely yeah. But it has some has I mean I can remember being a kid and it was the one thing you talked about at school was the 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 campfire fire oh, yeah. scene. Yeah. You know it was it was yeah it, it was, was total it if was I remember total, correctly the first one ever on yeah. film. It was like that's all kids oh god I saw a film last night and all they did was fart around a fire. It was so funny. The rest of it didn't matter. It was just as as children <laughs> that was like the scene that was like the most mm-hmm. outrageous that it was just nothing but farts. But there are so many I um uh Harvey Corman is fantastic. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. And when it breaks the sort of fourth wall, when they oh. come out of it at the end and he's he's in the theatre and he's just a fantastic... I, I love Harvey Corman. I love watching... What was the show that he was in? <sighs> Not Mary Tyler Moore, is it? What's her name? Um... American comedian. Oh God, I've forgotten her name now. How bad Dick is Van Dyke. That? No, well, I mean Dick Van Dyke was in it, but it was. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look. There's yeah. loads of outtakes of him with another guy, and again, I can't remember the guy's name. Like the dentist chair thing. I'll put it on the video playlist because I'm not oh, explaining um, it very well. Dick, um, not Ricky Lawrence, but um, yeah, Carol American, Burnett. Carol Burnett. That's it. And the yeah. amount of times that they're doing sketches and they, they can't get through it. Obviously, it was filmed live. And it's, it's yeah. Harvey Corman is like messing about and then this other guy is messing about and it is hilarious. I'll put some of the clips in the in the video mm. playlist. But <clears throat> again, I think it's got all the people. I mean, um, I don't think Marty Feldman isn't in it, is it? But no. Uh, no. Dom Louise is in it. Dom Louise is the movie Gene, director. Gene Wilder again. Yeah, yeah Gene Wilder. But yeah, Gene Wilder is fantastic. Where you fantastic. kid? Yeah, yeah. Good luck. I love his story, though. I will, I will always laugh at the story. I turned around, saw this little kid, put my guns away, walk, start walking away. Little bastard shot me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so it good. It is so good. But oh. yeah, it's got some great. No, I always just remember. Good luck. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mel Brooks is the Indian chief speaking Yiddish. That's oh it. yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right. And then he's also like the corrupt mayor of the town yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. what with his bat with his bat and ball, and he's cross-eyed, and he's got like the, the big breasted like secretary. Yeah. Uh, again, it's is one the of those movies. Governor. The governor, is, that's right. Is the he governor. governor on the back of his That's right. Jacket. That's right. And, so much, um, so much. Slim Pickens as well. Yeah, Slim Pickens. It's just yeah. such, such a good movie. And and it's, I mean, I don't know whether, like, a, I say a child, but, but somebody who's sort of like early 20s of these days would look at that and say, oh, it's disgusting because... They say certain words. Or whether it would travel, I don't know. I honestly, don't I don't know because would they get the? Um, <laughs> would they get the subtle knocks at racism? That was the I whole don't point know. of it. No, a lot, of, a lot of the reactors that I've that I've watched that have seen Blazing Saddles have loved it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I would. I would think I'd like to sit. And watch it on like my youngest is twenty one and I'd love to sit there with like a couple of my kids and just put it on and see mm. see whether they would find it funny. Yeah. Because I I I think it's like I say, that's not just like number three in my parody movies. That's it that's in probably maybe well, definitely in my top twenty of movies of all time. Yeah, it's just definitely. It? it's gotta be up there. Without a doubt. Um okay then, Neil, your number three is this is spinal tap. Okay. Ah, the mockumentary. Right. Yeah, now this was the so thing. We had a little bit of a chat, didn't we, before we did. before we spoke to Donald. As I, as I if, again, 
as I did with Life of Brian. Life of Brian I didn't even think about as a fucking parody movie, so that's why I let myself down. But I class this more as a mockumentary, not a parody movie. So, Neil, defend yourself. No, you see, I thought it was a parody movie of the many movies that came in the 70s and into the 80s of these documentaries and that, of bands. But they're also parodying that heavy metal wave that came through of that sort of spandex glam rock that like to delve into your, well, the Stonehenge whole bit is perfect piss take of the prog rock that came out of this country. And, you know, your Led Zeppelin sort of did shite like that on the stage and things. Um, That's why I thought it was a perfect parody because they were parodying these rock stars. But I will concede because it is a mockumentary and it is probably the original greatest mockumentary out there. But... Mm -hmm. Alas, I did put it as my number three, but a number three seems too harsh for it. But like I said, my top four movies I could I could swap any day of the week. Yeah, look, I'm going to say that it's your top ten. So, mm. yeah. but it's no, Charlie, it's up you, there. what you class it as a parody, that's fine. I mean, if I'd have thought of it as a parody, it would have been in my top ten without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. And it's I love the extended Blu-ray where you've got all those deleted scenes that are just as funny. <laughs> as you know the yeah. rest of the movie and how sad it is that they were never included i know mm. and i would urge anybody to watch the deleted scenes if they're a huge fan of this movie and not seeing them yeah yeah any group that has a song called lick my love pump is yeah. good it has to be good with me so mm. that's the bigger the cushion the harder the cushion <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number two, uh, so where are we are? No, my number three was Blazing Saddles. So we've already got that one sorted out. Donald, your number two, please. Spaceballs. Okay. Yeah, it didn't make my top 10 Spaceballs. So I, well, I like it, but why, why so high, Donald? I just, I watch it so often. I, at least twice a month, I'm watching it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I don't know whether. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know whether it's because I'm so close to Star Wars that I I watched just, it not long ago. Well, I'll say not long ago, a, a year or so. I'm ago. I'm not all that huge a Star Wars fan. Yeah, either, see, I don't. I th- I didn't find it funny. I just didn't. But I can it's imagine moments. I can it? imagine that maybe it's because it's taking the piss out of something that I absolutely love. <laughs> that that's why I don't find it funny. Maybe I don't know. I don't know Could if that's be. the reason. Could be. But, uh, I'm, no, I'm, and as I am with some of these, like when we talk about music, I, I'm in the minority. I'm definitely in the minority when it comes to Spaceballs because pretty much anybody I speak to yeah. absolutely love Spaceballs oh, definitely. as a movie. Mm. It's very rarely I'll come across anybody that will go, yeah, no, I didn't like it very much. Everybody seems to love it. I mean, look, Rick Moranis is great in it. Oh, definitely. He's yeah. on Candy. John Candy, you know, like I say, uh, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Bill Pullman was great. I, mean, I, had the, I mean, the bits that I recall and found funny were the Alien parody, obviously bringing John Hurt back. Yeah, yeah. The, the dig at the merchandise was funny. <laughs> um, and that sort of thing. But yeah, I, again, I must watch it again. I've not seen it in a long time. Mm. I also feel it also came quite late after Star Wars had sort of finished, didn't it? It mm. was, 
it wasn't yeah. like hot on the heels of Star Wars. It almost felt like Star Wars. But was then like, I suppose if you think about his parody movies, they were all quite late. I mean, Young Frankenstein was from the thirties. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Parodying. I mean, the westerns from the forties and fifties. The John Wayne stuff. Silent movie. Yeah. So I suppose he didn't really think about it like that. I mean, I think the only reason that jo- that George Lucas gave him, Mel Brooks permission it was because it was so far after Possibly, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's sort of been and gone kind of thing, wasn't it? Because it was way before he was thinking of doing the prequels and right. after the original movies had come out. So, But obviously I brought it up in the fact, and it was called Planet Moron. I always <laughs> thought when I looked into it, maybe the reason they didn't use Planet Moron was the fact that we had morons from outer space, didn't we, in this country with Mel Smith and that, Griffiths Jones, that movie. Huh. That could have been a parody movie. That's a long time since I've seen that one. <laughs> um, Jimmy Nail as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Goodness me. It's one of my right. favorite scenes, though. <laughs> when they're yeah. shooting, when their baseball one is shooting at Princess Vespa's. <laughs> and who made that behind a gunner? I did, sir. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Asshole. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I know that. What's his name? That is his name. Major asshole. <laughs> his brother? First gunner asshole. How many assholes we got on the ship? Yo. <laughs> I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> uh, Mel, and firing Mel, assholes. Mel Brooks was um yogurt, yog- yogurt wasn't it? Yogurt. Think, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as, as well as the president. That's right. Oh, yeah, he was, isn't he? That's right. Goodness me. Okay, uh, Neil, your number two was Blazing Saddles. It certainly was. My number two is Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, which is the oh, yeah, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Um, yeah. In black and white, gumshoe. Um, if you're from the UK, you'll remember the Heineken adverts. Uh, with Griff Reese Jones, I think it was, wasn't it? Where he would be planted in with like some like it hot. So he'd be talking to Marilyn Monroe. Well, that's basically what this movie is. He's taken scenes from famous movies with Humphrey Bogart and James Cagney and all these people and then sculpted his own story around these certain movies (laughs) uh, from the 30s and 40s. And it is so funny. And it's Steve Martin at the top of his game. Um constantly trying to like uh not get shot in the same part of his arm all through the movie um <laughs> making his famous cup of java which takes like 15 minutes to to make the coffee rachel ward looking absolutely stunning uh carl reiner in it as well oh, yeah. it's got so many great jokes in it um and just really, really clever with the way he uses actual footage and actual dialogue from other movies that he's answering and and talking back. So having a scene with like Humphrey Bogart and people like that and Cary Grant, it is it is well worth uh, looking for. I know it's on um, iTunes because that's where I, I got my copy from. So I was watching, I was able to watch it again. I hadn't seen it for years, and I thought, I'm and it held up when you watched it. Oh, again. it was so good. There was so many bits. Again, so many bits. I'd watched it so many times. That as soon as he started like a bit, I thought, oh, God, I know how this is going to be. And I'm you know, talking along with it. And oh, it's just some, got some great I'm bits. I'm going to have to get a copy. I really yeah, you need, you need to watch it because it is mm. so funny. It's been a long time. It's VHS years probably since I last probably. saw that. Yeah. Probably. Donald, have you ever seen it? 
Uh, no, actually, I've heard of it though. Yeah, are you a Steve Martin fan? Yeah, I do. Uh, I love the jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the other movie I bought at the same time on on my iTunes was the jerk and uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. So, um, I would recommend it. I would thoroughly recommend it. I mean, it's not um, Dead Raccoons Two or whatever it was called, but it's <laughs> yeah. uh, Killer Raccoons. Killer yeah. Raccoons. That's it. Killer. Neil even wrote that down, didn't you? you I made did. A note I of really it. want to watch the trailer, so I wouldn't want to forget. Uh, right, so we, before we uh, announce our number ones, Donald, do you want to give us your rundown from number 10 to number two, please? Yeah. Okay. Number number 10, a scary movie. Number nine, Loaded Weapon 1. Number eight, Galaxy Quest. Number seven, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Number six, Hot Shots. Number five, Top Secret. Number four, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Number three, Blazing Saddles, and number two, Spaceballs. Wonderful. Neil, your 10 to 2, please. Absolutely. So number 10, Top Secret. Number nine, Shaun of the Dead. Number eight, Austin Powers. Number seven, Holy Grail, Monty Python's version. <laughs> Six, <laughs> As opposed Frankie. to what? <laughs> I know, but I thought well, there might be a movie out there just called The Holy Grail. Well, there somewhere. probably is. There probably uh, is. Number six, Young Frankenstein. Number five, Naked Gun. Number four, The Life of Brian. Number three this is spinal tap and number two blazing saddles wonderful and mine is number 10 top secret number nine young frankenstein number eight hot shots part de seven silent movie six Shaun of the dead five monty python and the holy grail four naked gun three blazing saddles and number two dead men don't wear plaid so donald what is your number one parody movie now, there's one movie that I'm finding oddly missing from both of your lists. Oh, I have this feeling. Gotta be Airplane. Airplane, airplane is your number one. <laughs> now, I can say it's my number one as well. We might as well. <laughs> I, might as well. Um, I have to say, right, that we have never, ever had all three the same at number one. But we have today. <laughs> We've done it. Finally. It had to be. It had to be, didn't it? Of course. It had to be. It had to be. Again, another movie that is quoted day in, day out yes. in my household. I must admit, I thought I had some kind of... Um... Oh, look, well, the crowd are going mad anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> I mean, That's we, just every scene is a joke, isn't it? Every oh, scene is a, joke a, a punchline. It's just constant. I mean, if I don't believe... There can't be many people that have never seen it, surely. Oh, gosh, we're still going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd are going, still going wild. Yeah. It's not uh, for me. I mean, we, look, it's been in my top 10 for I don't know how many different top 10 categories that we've had. Yeah. Um, and it's in it would be in my top 10 movies of all time yeah, without a shadow of a doubt yeah. it's a movie that I still watch and still laugh at like openly and still laugh at probably new things every time I watch it and I don't know how many times I've seen it <laughs> I honestly don't it's just like it's obscene the amount of times I've you know amount of hours I've spent of my life watching just that one movie <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's crazy yeah. And it's a movie they should never, ever try and 
No, we do. They don't need to. Not. They don't need to. No, they it, should never ever go near it, should they? I can't believe we've done it, Donald. Congratulations <laughs> for being the man that brings us the uh, that brings us the subject where we have the same all have the same number one. It's like a unity. It is. Yeah, it's is, definitely it? something. It's, it's something. It's taken us fifty-four episodes, but we've finally done it. <laughs> uh, awesome. And quite rightly, it should be a movie like Airplane that brings us oh, all definitely. together. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. For sure, absolutely. Well done. Ah, mm. oh, I don't think there's really anything more we can say about Airplane either. I think it's, no, no, we well, can't. No. Not <laughs> really. Apart from the red zone is for unloading. <laughs> 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 Oh dear, over, under, and done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, Stu Grant said the only answer is Spaceballs. Um, at Chatty Geek HD said this one's going to be fabulous and also said Men in Tights. Andy McEwen, at Andy McEwen 1 said Naked Guns, Top Notch, Hot Shots 1 and 2, and Young Frankenstein 2. Uh, at jbender451 said that's a tough one but I'd have to go with Galaxy Quest mm. Warren Dudley says airplane obvs honourable mention to top secret too and Nancy Trickle said top secret yeah I mean some of the ones that I can remember I've been, well I've got them written still down here on my list I've got Tucker and Dale versus Evil yeah that's oh. a good one it's <laughs> a great a movie and a great one Hot Fuzz that's a parody yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that would have been in there um yeah all sorts of other ones yeah they, they can... and i think we, we did mention i think repossessed definitely needs yeah. to be sort of mentioned as a yeah. as a movie that would definitely be in there but my ha- my crying hanging head in shame will be that life of brian i can't believe i forgot life of brian <laughs> yeah i really feel i've like i've lot i've let everybody down with that one your punishment <laughs> you naughty boy <laughs> is to watch Monty Python's The Life of Brian this week. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say to watch um, The Killer, Killer Raccoon. No, no, we, we, we need to watch that together. You're not watching that on your own. Yeah, we we, we will. I think we... We'll maybe that should copy, maybe yeah. that should be a Patreon uh, special thing. We'll do a, we'll watch it together and put the video up or the, 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 the thing up on the... On the on the Patreon, I think we'll find just, something. We've got to we? find yeah. a find a copy. Donald, thank you so much once again. That was so much fun. Thank you for bringing us that category. Um, we've done it. We've actually done it. Yeah. We all <laughs> got the, the number it's one amazing. all together, and I'm I'm so chuffed. I'm so chuffed. Donald, thank you so much for your support. Um, please come back and join us again for another one. We'll find another one to do. Almost definitely. Excellent. Wonderful. Neil, thank you so much. Let me give you some information before I chop on. Oh, indeed. Go and do that. Let me yes. just quickly say that you can find us on all the social medias. Uh, give us a click. Give us a like. We're under at Top 10 Pods. Email us at top10pods at hotmail.com for any questions or ideas for a top 10. Please help support the podcast under patreon.com uh, forward slash top 10 pods. There's all sorts of rewards where you could be a guest like Donald is here. Check out all the links via the link tree. You can find the link in the show notes. And please do come subscribe, leave a review, rate, wherever you get your podcast from 
Wonderful. And also, like I said, thank you very much to Richard, who's our new Patreon subscriber. And yes, uh, you, we will be we'll be chatting to him in a few weeks as well with his own, uh, his own episode. And we'll be looking forward to having Donald back and see if he can keep his streak going of bringing us all together with the same number one as we've done with this one. Airplane, the number one parody movie, uh, quite rightly so. Uh, so once again, Donald, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Donald. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening and watching. And let's start the countdown. Ten, Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.